The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. COVID 19 pandemic continuing coverage on 630 Chad. We have an update from the city of Edmonton to get to next. We know that Mayor Don Iveson hasn't been feeling well, so he's been working at home for the past couple of days. He joins uh, this news conference through Skype. We'll head to him right now. Well, thanks, Katrin, and thanks, everyone, for accommodating this uh, slightly different uh, presentation, but um, appreciate the opportunity uh, to join you remotely today. Again, acknowledge that uh, the city clerks and our IT staff uh, have been superb at uh, helping to enable folks who need to work from home, including me, uh, to do so and maintain the isolation that AHS is requesting, uh, even though I assure you I'm feeling much better today. Uh, so just today, council has decided to renew a state of local emergency. This is valid for another seven days and can continue to be renewed as needed. Our emergency advisory committee will meet weekly on Thursdays at 1.30 p.m. The public is free to tune in on the live stream. Uh, and council in its capacity there as the committee will be updated on pandemic measures and consider renewal of the state of local emergency for now on a weekly basis. Acting in our capacity as the Emergency Management Committee, today Council felt again that it was necessary to extend the state of local emergency in order to keep Edmontonians safe. This pandemic is an unprecedented situation for our city and renewing a state of local emergency allows us to manage the situation in the most effective way possible. Now, as you may have heard already, during our meeting we received an update from Adam on the additional measures the city has been taking since we declared a state of local emergency, such as the Edmonton Expo Center that has since been set up as a safe space for community members experiencing homelessness, the transit changes that we've made, the playground closures, the closure of the city's in-person services, increased inspections to ensure local compliance with health orders, provincial health orders, and today's decision to close personal service shops, as well as add the Kinsmen as an additional overflow shelter space. And Adam will get into all of those and answer any technical questions that you might have in a few minutes here. What I want people to know is that Adam and his team have our city council's full support on these measures as we all work together to flatten the curve and help prevent the spread of the virus. So I'm doing my part by staying home while I have a cold and I need others to do the same as well as staying home and working from home as they can. I don't want to have to take some of the same measures that mayors in Italy have taken, and I'm sure all of you have seen some of those videos circulating, uh, but trust me, I will if I have to. No mayor wants to see their city's death toll rise from something that is preventable, and so we need everyone doing their part. And so just one more thing before uh, I take some questions and we hear from Adam. Even though we're social distancing and not physically together, I want Edmontonians to know that they are not alone. Thousands of Edmontonians are working together to keep our communities safe, and Edmontonians' resiliency will get us through this. And so thank you once again to all of the extraordinary frontline workers, city staff and others, particularly in healthcare and in retail, who are working tirelessly to combat the effects of this pandemic. We are eternally grateful to each and every single one of you. So happy to take some questions, uh, or maybe would it work better if Adam uh, gives his brief and we do questions together, or do you want me to take questions first? Take questions first, please, Mr. Okay. Mayor. 
Mayor, so can you, obviously this affects uh, a thousand brick and mortar businesses, 500 home-based businesses, you know, what do you say to those, a lot of them are uh, home-based small business operators, what do you say, say to those individuals? Well, we understand that these measures, uh, all of these measures and all of this disruption have a huge impact on all businesses and organizations, including the city of Edmonton. This particular category of businesses that's being impacted today by these orders uh, is, a, is a line of business where physical contact and close contact with customers is the norm, whether it's uh, 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 massage or whether it's body rub or whether it's tattooing or whether it's getting your hair cut it's impossible to do that from two meters away uh, and we wanted to see whether there could be adequate mitigations and protections put in place masks cleaning protocols other things um, but out of an abundance of caution it's time for these businesses to suspend their operations um, and uh, that's really a public health measure and uh, City Council fully supports um, Adam's decision to move in this direction based on inspections uh, that they undertook to see practically what's happening in these categories of businesses and also from feedback that uh, that we've certainly been hearing from constituents about a desire to see uh, bold action to limit the spread and then particular concerns from employees in some of these um, sectors who are concerned that absent a shutdown of their business being forced to go to work puts them at risk uh, and so I think for a variety of uh, evidence-based reasons uh, and, and concerns we've heard from the public, it's the right step at the right time to really help enforce the distancing measures that uh, Dr. Hinshaw has already ordered at the provincial scale. Uh, I guess just following up on that, does that reinforce your plea to the province for support for uh, property taxes? I know the city's already said there's deferral. The province hasn't committed providing the city money for that. Does that add to that with these businesses now being forced to close? more and more businesses every day are being impacted by people staying home which is the right thing for consumers to be doing is staying at home they're coming up with creative ways to serve people with delivery based businesses curb curbside pickups and I salute really the creativity of entrepreneurs uh, in our city and around the world and trying to continue to meet people's daily needs uh, and stay relevant however there's no doubt that uh, I, I can't think of a business that hasn't been impacted one way or another uh, by all of the public health measures coming into effect. And so uh, one of the relief efforts that we would like to see uh, extended to businesses is uh, further delays or deferrals on uh, utility bills and property taxes. We've taken some steps uh, uh, and the province has also taken some steps. Ideally, we'd like to at least harmonize with what the province is doing on uh, non-residential education property tax for all property taxpayers. Uh, but that, again, that uh, presents a serious liquidity challenge for the city of Edmonton and all municipalities wanting to provide that kind of relief. So uh, uh, mayors across the country have raised that issue with their premiers. I think premiers are very focused on a variety of issues at the provincial scale. And so frankly, uh, we haven't had uh, the kind of response yet that we will need from provinces in order to extend uh, a greater property tax relief or uh, forgiveness uh, of other fees. 
Uh, and so um, shortly after this, I'll be jumping on a call with the Deputy Prime Minister uh, and Canada's big city mayors in order to press this issue with the federal government, which uh, has the, the greatest fiscal capacity uh, and frankly is borrowing at the cheapest rates right now. And Canada's a good bet because of the strong measures that cities and provinces and the federal government are taking. And so uh, I think, you know, many people, including local governments, are going to be looking for relief ultimately from the federal government to backstop our balance sheet uh, and our cash flow while we in turn pass relief back to businesses that have been affected by this, including today, personal services businesses that uh, for public health reasons need to close. Mayor Ibsen, uh, after the province announced yesterday that municipal peace officers and police have the authority to give out fines starting at $1,000, how is that going to impact Edmonton Police? That wasn't really addressed today in the meeting. Um, I'm going to defer to Adam on the technicalities on uh, on that. However, uh, there's still a bit of work to do to extend to peace officers the ability to administer those fines. Uh, uh, but uh, so there's some technicalities being worked through there that I'm aware of. Adam probably has more current information than me on that, though. So I'll defer to him. And maybe so any message for. Uh drivers out there who uh, have developed a bit of a lead foot uh, with fewer cars on the road? I recognize that, or I gather, I haven't been out, but I recognize that uh, the roads are not as busy, and so they feel wide open, and they, uh, and so some people are taking that as a visual cue to drive a little faster. I understand there's also, you know, people have anxiety uh, and, and want to be out as little as possible and get home to their loved ones, um, but that's no excuse for um, breaking the law when it comes to the speed limit, uh, and so, I, and mainly because the last thing we need is a spike in traffic accidents because people are speeding um, and consequently the kind of drain on our public uh, health care system of having people pedestrians who are struck or motorists who strike each other or strike an inanimate object because they lose control because of speed speed is still too often a factor in uh, too many accidents in our city though we've made quite a bit of progress over the years towards vision zero uh, now's the time where we need everyone to be very, very careful so that they don't wind up either themselves or putting someone else in the hospital uh, at a time where our healthcare workers have enough to deal with. I have. Uh, the city took another step forward today in enforcing social distancing. You know, I assume you don't want to see Edmontonians getting fines and handed tickets each day for violating this. What is your plea to Edmontonians, you know, when the week, as the weekend approaches warmer weather, who are still getting out in the parks and trails? I think I'm grateful that the province has uh, strengthened the fines that the city can issue for non-compliance uh, and very, very hefty fines for repeated non-compliance. But the city of Edmonton's uh, enforcement approach for the most part is first to ask nicely. And for people who obey uh, uh, the, the, the request, the polite request, not just from officials like me, but ultimately people with, uh, with badges and the authority uh, to enforce these orders and enforce the law in our city, 
the first step is always to ask nicely and the, the fines and the other measures are there uh, for people who refuse to respond um, and so it can escalate appropriately until the fine is at a level that it gets people's attention because uh, we do need compliance again we always look for voluntary compliance um, but uh, as measures escalate you know we've seen in other parts of the world things get quite draconian I really fundamentally believe Edmontonians are getting the message uh, and are going to self-enforce this for the most part but it's good to have those extra tools and those fines in place in order to send the message if people just aren't getting it that they need to ideally stay home and if they're out and about they need to stay two meters away from their fellow Edmontonians for their own health and the health of each other. Considering how much travel that you do and how many people you've come in contact with do you not think you should have been tested for COVID-19 even if it wasn't recommended? <laughs> Well, I did the self-assessment uh, like everybody else, and I think, uh, you know, I, I would of course like to know, but I think that there, I understand and hear clearly from uh, Dr. Hinshaw that uh, notwithstanding Alberta is doing some of the most aggressive testing in the world, which is fantastic, the test availability is still limited. And so if there's a firefighter or a senior or an ambulance driver who needs that test more than I do, then so be it. And I'm happy to isolate and, uh, and take the approach appropriate precautions, which is a situation most people will find themselves in if they if they have mild symptoms and don't need to interact with the healthcare system. So it's better for me not to go to a hospital, obviously, or a doctor's office with this. Uh, and it's uh, better for me not even to go out to the testing facility if, if I don't need to. And so again, I defer to AHS's self-assessment tools and the appropriate prioritization of their um, uh, of their testing. So, and after 10 days, the science says I, I should be okay one way or the other. And so we'll hope to see you again in person uh, sometime next week. What day are you with right now of isolation? Uh, I think four, I don't know. I should, I should really count. I think I'm about halfway. Sunday would have been day one. So Adam's just gonna layer a little more detail in for you and we'll go to questions from Adam right after that. Anything more before we uh, leave you, Mr. Mayor? Well, I'm just going to listen in, but uh, if there's nothing else for me, thank you very much. I'll mute. Excellent. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. i uh, also like to recognize Kevin Culp and Deanne Andrade. I think I got that name better this time. Uh, not bad, okay. Um, thank you for the interpretive services that you're providing. Uh, just wanted to layer in a little bit in terms of what the mayor uh, alluded to. Uh, appreciate council's support for the renewal of the state of local emergency. So that's been extended for another seven days. Um, in addition to the state of local emergency, uh, there's three orders that we're, we're advancing. Uh, the first order uh, states that uh, people who tested positive have tested positive for COVID-19 or those returning to the country from an inter international trip must uh, self-isolate. Uh, the federal and provincial government have both implemented requirements for people who meet this criteria and through this order, uh, we can support those individuals to ensure that they're self-isolating at home or if they don't, uh, if they're not able to, then it would be through uh, the efforts that we've set up at the Expo Centre uh, or any other direction provided by Alberta Health Services or the Chief Medical Officer. Uh, this second 
uh, order uh, relates to physical distancing and this order requires people to follow physical distancing rules that have been put, put in place. This means that if you're in a public place, you are two meters or six feet away from others and this includes outdoor spaces and parks. And this is not a suggestion, this is a requirement uh, under this order. Uh, the third order uh, states that effective uh, immediately all personal service shops, including tattoo parlors, hair salons, barber shops, nail salons, health spas, tanning salons, and body rub centers uh, will suspend their operations. Uh, this does include the home-based businesses and, and people who come to your home to provide any of these services. Uh, these businesses uh, cannot adhere to the physical distancing practices so far, um, the, sa the safety of Edmontonians, um, they need to be closed to manage the spread of the virus. This will affect uh, approximately 1,000 storefront businesses and 500 home-based businesses. And our folks are going to work uh, with businesses to make this transition uh, as orderly as possible. Uh, one item that uh, I just want to um, highlight to ensure folks um, are uh, uh, respecting EPCOR. Uh, if you see EPCOR crews working in your neighborhood, it's because they're conducting utility system repairs and maintenance to make sure you and your family have reliable power, water and drainage services to keep our city running. Uh, please stay away from the active work sites. Uh, EPCOR and the City of Edmonton, thank you for your patience and support while they complete this work. Um, uh, people are, are also using more uh, flushable wipes and, and cleaning wipes and paper towel. Um, please uh, don't flush those products at home. They, they shouldn't be flushed. Uh, these products are not flushable and can quickly clog a sewer pipe. And at this time, we want to minimize um, the impact associated with uh, going out and, and making these repairs so you can do your part to prevent that. And um, um, it will it will support EPCOR in in their efforts to try and minimize uh, um, uh, unneeded repairs at this point in time. Um, again, just imploring Edmontonians to take those steps to support uh, our folks at EPCOR. So available to answer any questions. Some questions for you about shopping malls. Why why not close shopping malls right now? So throughout this process, working. Um, with uh, our, our task team and our emergency operations center and uh, the folks that are on this file, uh, we've taken uh, indicators or changes in, in indicators as, as the driver for us to make some changes. And in terms of closing malls, we're not seeing that. What we're seeing is that if folks are in the mall, to observe the physical distance requirements that, uh, that AHS and Alberta Health have have, uh, uh, have requested. And so by implementing the second order, which articulates an enforcement of that, we're able to uh, encourage Edmontonians to observe that. And if not, uh, um, a fine will be levied. Because the mayor didn't answer the question. Oh. Right? I know it's a little bit technical, but I'm just curious after the province's announcement yesterday that gives the authority to municipal uh, peace officers and police to issue those fines, how much of a strain is that going to be on our police force going forward here? Uh, I'm not sure I can comment on the strain on, on the police force. I can say that our folks. Um, 
uh, as part of the team, the COVID task team, the peace officers, EPS, uh, our, our lawyers have been working closely with uh, EPS lawyers, uh, lawyers in Calgary uh, to, to create a, a consistency in terms of application related to the orders that were uh, advanced by the province yesterday and the orders that we've, uh, we've uh, uh, gone forward with here. In terms of the resourcing constraint, I, I can't comment. Um, I've said before, minute by minute, hour by hour, and so that's the kind of situation we're in. We're going to continue to monitor it, and uh, through Mr. Eakin and, and the task team, we'll be able to confirm sort of a, an ability to um, provide holistic resource management between our peace officers in EPS based on the application of these orders. Be, you know, going into the weekend, as Dustin pointed out, it's going to be, you know, the weather's getting better and whatnot. So, like, what can people expect in terms of the, the level of this enforcement? Well, I think what you're going to see, which is our normal approach, both from an EPS perspective and a peace officer's perspective, is um, you'll see folks um, encouraging that they're following these orders. And if uh, I think the mayor said this as well, that if folks aren't following that, then the next step would be a fine and, and the increase in fines and, and still working through the details in terms of that escalation based on the province's announcement yesterday. So I think what you'll see is, is more folks out there um, from a, uh, an enforcement perspective, but th I, I trust that they'll uh, take the steps in a, in a diplomatic, compassionate way in a, uh, please follow the advice, uh, and if not, um, then, then you'll start to see the fines. Just quickly, or more slowly, go through that list of personal shops, and then, then just point that, um, when, when do these stores expect to close? Like, is it as of right now, is it tomorrow, and how long will this last? Like, does it last seven days, or is it until your, your call? No, they're closed indefinitely. Um, and I will confirm the list here. It's tattoo parlors, hair salons, barber shops, nail salons, health spas, tanning salons, and body rub centers. And this this fits under the personal services um, uh, component of, of uh, um, the, I think the bylaw number is 13138. Um, and in terms of the implementation, so the order is in effect immediately, um, but our folks are going to be um, very diplomatic in terms of the implementation of that. Um, again, you'll see folks going out there and and uh, messaging this to those 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 businesses, and just based on the number, a thousand and five hundred home businesses, uh, it's going to take some time for us to navigate through that so we certainly would ask if you're if you're in this in one of those businesses and uh, we recognize the challenging times we're in and and sort of uh, uh, really appreciate the the challenge this is creating for you but you can help us that if you can take your steps on your own to close that certainly helps our, our peace officers and our EPS to to navigate through that I think we encourage uh, our massage uh, centers to follow the same steps, but then there's a physiotherapy lens to this that um, 
um, our understanding is that they're actually going through um, like uh, the the medical staff, the appropriate uh, PPE and and training to ensure that they're um, doing it from a healthcare perspective. So there is a bit of a delineation, but certainly as we have all along, if we start to see something that is of concern for us, we may take an additional step. Uh, but at this point in time, um, that isn't in this in this uh, group of businesses. Adam, do you have a value on the fines for all three orders? Uh, that's still being um, confirmed in terms of the uh, application of the fines, um, and that's the work that I mentioned with uh, in in the meeting today. That our our lawyers are working closely with the government of Alberta lawyers and and lawyers in other municipalities to just confirm um, those those appropriate applications uh, in, in terms of fines. Follow up on the physical distance, distancing order. Is that a step before? closure of parks, trails, River Valley stairs, and is that on the table? Some were uh, certainly monitoring, so I think uh, I, w I would echo the comment that this is the first step, but if uh, if we're seeing folks continuing to not observe physical distancing expectations uh, as directed by the provincial government, um, we may have to take other steps, which includes closure of certain facilities. And um, we really don't want to close some of our outdoor park spaces because we recognize that we're getting into a season where um, people can in enjoy the weather. Uh, and we also recognize that when it comes to isolation, self-isolation, uh, it can become challenging for individuals to be able to get out and get some exercise. So we really implore Edmontonians to follow this because we don't want to go to those next steps in terms of more drastic closures, but quite frankly, if we have to, we will. Um, um, last time we were here, you mentioned uh, price control as a possible order you were looking at. That wasn't mentioned today. Uh, how, what have you seen with that? Is that being looked into still? It's monitored regularly, uh, so it's one of our 11 indicators that we monitor on a regular basis, and, and to this point, I don't think we've seen any sort of concerns. I think uh, there is the odd flag, but I wouldn't say it's uh, across the city as a concern, but uh, we're, we're continuing to monitor, and uh, uh, what came up, uh, or has come up over the last few days and, and it came up in the meeting today is that uh, we're seeing the desire for folks to donate and, and provide support um, during this effort and we truly appreciate that. It's again another example of how great Edmontonians are. And so I think uh, we continue to monitor that and we continue to uh, appreciate folks that are, are making donations to support um, what, we're, what we're all going through. And we're trying to streamline the method in terms of how we get those donations in and, and try to channel them to the right locations. Can you just provide some clarity on that two meter distancing? So again, families can still walk together. Yes. Yes, so um, the, the, uh, the order, and, and maybe I can read it so that it's uh, clear. Um, 
that while in any public space that remains open in the city of Edmonton, including but not limited to parks, shopping centers, and retail stores, individuals must take all reasonable steps to maintain a distance of at least two meters between, between themselves and any other individual, except individuals they reside with or have close personal relationships with. So, Vinesh, the, the delineation there is, you know, if you're, if you're with your family, we're, I mean, it'll be a question we'll ask, is this your family, is this your rela relationship? And, and if it is, then um, we'll, we'll exercise latitude in terms of enforcement. Is this effective now? So it's effective immediately. Uh, as I mentioned, the implementation is something that we will, will uh, do um, over the course of the, uh, the next hours. And, and again, from a closure perspective, we're going to be uh, working with the businesses to do that as compassionately and, and appropriately as possible. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate your hard work, and we'll let you know when we're available again. It is uh, 4.41. You've been listening to a news conference from Mayor Don Iveson and Interim City Manager Adam Lachlan. Um, just a, a couple of big things to, to come out of there from, from the mayor. The, they've renewed the state of local emergency for the city of Edmonton for seven days. 